Hi, welcome to the Creative Explorers podcast. I'm Rachel Shores, and I am with Lame. We are two artists talking about creativity and expressing yourselves. I do art. <laughs> That's what we do. I was going to have such a cool intro today, but go ahead, Lame. <laughs> Hi. Oh, yeah, you're listening to the Creative Explorers podcast. And yeah, we're talking about actually this. <laughs> Creative exploring of this word of being an artist in this word and the, how difficult it is, and we often have to remind ourselves why we're actually doing this. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, and I think today I want to talk about the joy of creativity because it, to me it feels like I need that. Maybe we all need that a bit more to remind to remind, yeah to be reminded of that what what it actually means to be an artist and how, why we actually started being an artist yeah yeah and okay so being an artist i think you're i don't know do you do you is it, is it a decision i don't think so no no <laughs> it's never been a well decision. i guess i guess i made the choice but like once you do it, you you have to do it. It feels like I, I to me it feels like I never had a chance to say no, mm -hmm. and then I was stuck with it. And that, <laughs> that's I feel like it is first a um, coping mechanism or a way of expression. Honestly, I think it's just another. To me, what how it began was just a different form of expression of okay. you know i was more i was more comfortable drawing than i was speaking okay and like I, my favorite forms of communication were like writing letters mm -hmm. and then there was art and i didn't realize it was a way to communicate so i think i was trying like it was before i realized the intention of it and then there was and then last was last would be speaking <laughs> when I, I think for me it was actually a genuine expression or to I was curious about this what you actually could do so I, I, I spent a lot of time outside because I couldn't I, I come from a very dysfunctional family so I spent a lot of time in nature with my dog and I played in the mud and it, for me that was kind of being alive hmm. I think the process that's what I, just recently I thought about this it was not so much about the result actually it was about the process about the experience of, of it and to be in contact with everything. Maybe that's the part of my, my art. Mm -hmm. so what I realized, yeah, just being in the moment and doing stuff and, and playing in the mud and thinking about stories and being somewhere else. I think that's what I did. I tried to flee reality mm -hmm. with it. <laughs> that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty close. I, I had my... I had my fantasy world that I was illustrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And then I was, I spent, since I had made the decision at four to be an artist, mm -hmm. around, I, I kind of immediately started teaching myself to draw. And like my drawing was to learn to draw well. And I'm really, I'm, if, if only I had YouTube as a child, I would have oh been like, I would have been on, I would have been a master. <laughs> Oh gosh, just imagine that we had YouTube or TikTok. Also, when it comes to mental health, that's what I thought. Oh my God, when I had this when I was 11 years old. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God, it would have been so different. Because back then, I thought I'm the only person in the world mm -hmm. feeling like this. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge difference now. <laughs> so, but maybe that's why I was so in, into art. Maybe I wouldn't be in, into art now. Maybe I would simply record some YouTube videos. Of, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't some, know. I've heard some joke about how um, only the best trauma, only the worst trauma makes the best comedians or something like that. <laughs> like if there wasn't, if there wasn't, if it wasn't for terrible upbringings, we wouldn't have comedians. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> it was really, it was really sad. Oh God, it is sad. But I don't know, but I, yeah. I, oh, we spoke about this. Maybe we should repeat this because, um, what does it actually? How can you be visible as an artist when you when you have this message and when you try to communicate? And actually, art is an expression of life, of uh, um, your perspective on life. And we just spoke about this that it's yeah. not putting art out there and it goes viral because that's not what it is actually it's communicating some truth but how can you be heard (laughs) exactly this is the this is the time timeless question i feel and i'm still working on it and i feel bad because it's like i don't know if i have advice for other people um the one Mm. thing i can the one thing i can give straight away though is i'm always a collector of resources and I really like, I think the example is, is like being, you know, what you were just talking about with being alone mm-hmm. and not having and, and feeling alone. And so I always, I love the internet now because it's showing me all these examples of all mm-hmm. these ways people are making a living mm-hmm. in ways I had never expected, never imagined. And they're being successful and mm-hmm. they have support and they have a huge following and, and. Um, not that it looks easy, mm-hmm. but what I'm seeing is that they're just showing and sharing their full selves, their full lives, and 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 that's what people are loving, and that's what makes they're not exactly viral because they don't have millions mm-hmm. and palm millions. Um, but I look at those, and those are the people I'm going by, for example, because like I would like to practice being sharing what's interesting to me and then seeing people get interested yeah um but my problem with that is that as soon as i i I get stuck on oh what's interesting like as soon (laughs) as i'm like here's the here 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 we go like like i just got 10 minute video on TikTok, and now I'm not re- restrained. You know, I now I can actually oh, tell a full story. Oh, I see. And I'm so excited. Do you know how many TikTok? You know how many long TikToks I've made since that? I've made like one TikTok since I got that, and I, it wasn't even a minute long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's yet another pressure. I d- I don't know. I I really want for me. I want to get back to that. I don't know, feeling that I simply want to express myself. And I, there's no pressure from the outside. I have to do it because there's a schedule. I don't know. I think it, I want I want this to be natural again. I don't know where to yeah. get there. How, how to get there and, and how to actually, yeah. yeah. It's so difficult. To, to, but yeah, you have all these possibilities. And I think TikTok and Instagram, they tell you, yeah, you have these possibilities. And there's this possible Maybe there's an odd, maybe there's an audience, but I don't think it's that easy. So there are a lot of gatekeeping 
mechanisms <laughs> in between you and your audience. So it's not that easy. And just because you don't reach them, it doesn't mean that you're bad or that your voice isn't um, important. It's just that it's not, I don't know, maybe it's not normal enough. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have, there's a, I don't remember the guy's name, but um, I will, um, he has a video called something like Just Post or something. Mm -hmm. And he's he's really um, motivational. And um, I'll post that in the comments. I haven't mm -hmm. watched it yet, but like I've seen a few of his. And he, mm -hmm. was, he was really on it for like how often and all these things. And some of the favorite advice I've ever heard is like nobody notices you right now. Nobody cares. And so you can just experiment and discover and practice. And I like that. Exactly. But, um, I don't know. I feel like I've been sharing on social media and Instagram long enough that I should have it figured out by now. <laughs> but I haven't been consistent yet is my thing. But uh, we, so we, I think we have to repeat it. It can be frustrating. It is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody tells you, yeah, be consistent and whatever. But you post something and there's no response. It is frustrating. <laughs> It's just frustrating, yeah. and whatever you tell yourself, and whatever it does, it's not much fun. And I think uh, that it's difficult to stay authentic then, and to stay, um, yeah, it is. It feels like you're putting stuff out into the void, <laughs> and that's not, it. Yeah, it feels weird and screaming into the void. Yeah, and somehow I don't know if that's really. Is that the life I want to have to, to produce something and I don't know to try to put it out there? <laughs> That's what it feels like. And uh, I don't know. And then you have all this empty stuff. That's just what we said before we started to record that you can have success when you scream the loudest. It doesn't have to be the most meaningful message, it doesn't yeah. have to be the most interesting idea, or it doesn't ha even have to be authentic. It can be a lot of marketing. You can be have some influence. You can be born into very influential or rich family and have all the equipment. And then you, you, you I don't know. And that's what's successful, what's seen as successful. But mm. we, maybe we've completely forgotten to, to actually take a closer look. Is, what is this? What's the message? Mm. And we're so used to consuming stuff. And I think art or ideas or philosophy is not something you consume. And you scan mm -hmm. on on your feed if it really suits you and if it reinforces your word view or something um, that makes it so difficult because art is there to to interrupt maybe or to disrupt I don't know or to to make you think or make you cry <laughs> I don't know all the things you don't do on Instagram I yeah yeah and where we I, you know, I, I keep looking to use art as a business. And I think mm -hmm. that's a real trick we have. Mm -hmm. The struggle of taking our personal identity slash expression and then turning it into a commodity. That's awesome. a real, it's really hard to step back and look at it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, I was looking at a really great video yesterday. And I should share it here mm -hmm. because it's all, she had really great simple advice. And this is exact. Mm -hmm. I'm already, this is actually the plan I'm on. Okay. And she just put it into a video in okay. a much nicer, succinct way. And it's directed for how to build a coaching business okay. on a, in a weekend. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. 
but it was just basically how to create, you know, the website and Atlantic page mm-hmm. and get your newsletter and where to have mm-hmm. a lose- newsletter and all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering if the things she's suggesting aren't all free, but you can okay. find the freer versions. And it was really nice and easy without putting, you know, having lots of times or thousands of dollars into a website. Mm-hmm. Um, but her thing that she kept talking about was like, what is the pain point? And what is mm-hmm. like, what is your, what are you problem? Are you teaching on? And what are you solving? And I had a really hard time, like how to kind of form that opinion, form that question for my art. Like what it's is. Difficult. It's difficult. I think that's yeah. because I, I know that from copywriting and from marketing, it's the pain point. Oh, like, oh, you have this yoga mat and it stinks or it's it's not soft enough so then you have the solution yeah we have this very um, soft and uh, eco-friendly yoga mat that smells mm-hmm. nice so yeah that's easy there you have it but um for art it is so difficult i really tried so hard but and then i realized maybe it's art is not a business mm. it's different we cannot we cannot make a i don't know a questionnaire and ask people what do you want and then we create our art accordingly it doesn't work like that mm-hmm. so we're always art is not very consumer friendly <laughs> well and the other part of it too is like each artist has a different thing they're creating yeah. and like um oh i had it one of the things i was realizing for myself that's been helping like i've been doing this long enough that i've been seeing who is attracted to my art mm-hmm. and what I find is it's a lot of busy people who are really stuck in the, you know, career world, professional world, and they don't have time to just go lollygagging off in the forest. <laughs> like, like we get to do. <laughs> well, honestly, when I think of the pain points now, maybe the pain points is this word that is only about consumerism. That's only yeah. about... Every, there's no, or, you don't know what's authentic. What what's actually the essence of life? Maybe maybe that's a pain point for my art. Yeah. People want to feel alive again and to have some kind of trust and feel welcome and feel, and belong and and have this feeling. Oh yeah, there's someone else who feels yeah. like this, who feels so lost in this world. Maybe that's the pain point. But it's not as when you when you do marketing for a company you you do this in a very cold way they go oh, that's a pain point okay we just produced a yoga mat this way <laughs> mm. you can't we can't do that as artists so we really have to look at, at what's there so we cannot uh yeah change uh how we are i think we would have to be honest with ourselves and we cannot yeah i think we have to look very closely to what we're actually doing and then find the people who like that and not the mm-hmm. other way around so as when you're business it's very easy to say oh yeah people like pink wrapping so we do that <laughs> i mean yeah. that's oh yeah i really loved what she just said like the pain point for artists is is belonging like we are yeah. finding a place you're calling out to the people who don't who feel yeah. out of place and exactly. don't feel seen and they're and maybe can't uh can't identify their emotions you know don't have words exactly that's how you can use that so you always have to be careful but it helps so maybe you when you do children's illustration you 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 
the pain point is for people who want to have some more innocence maybe in their life, some some, oh, yeah. things, some joy. And that can be very positive. So we don't have to look at it in this very code marketing thing. <laughs> That's not how it is, but we can use it. I think we can use these yeah. pain points like this. So, yeah. I remember a really interesting, somebody, somebody, I heard a theory one time about Japan and why this cutesy, the cutesiest, what's, uh, I forget the, the name of the style, but you know, that very cute style oh, with yeah, everything yeah, is yeah. happy yeah. and. Kawaii? Kawaii? Hmm? Kawaii? Is that? Maybe. Maybe. And <laughs> one of the theories was that um, Japanese children are like studying from before they're you know before they're even in preschool they're being tutored and and testing and practicing to get into the best preschool because that determines your trajectory for your oh, career okay. and so by the time they're adults every all the it's all japanese people are coming back to reclaim their childhood what? and so everybody loves cute and soft and happy and 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 styles and it's like it's spoken to this whole generation or you know multiple generations of a whole culture of people that you know lost their childhood from from oh, yeah. from working towards success and i really Makes like sense. i had always thought of that style really like generic and cheesy and but i really really loved that story and i've always now i've seen it in a better you know a more welcoming light of like you know this is you know put a happy face on a taco it just wants you to smile you know <laughs> like but honestly this is yeah very often you think oh when you're, for example, an illustrator or you do something figurative, I, I mean, I heard that, oh, yeah, that's, I, but honestly, then you think, oh, I have to do some serious art, but what is serious art? Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what is that? That's nothing. I mean, and then you do some abstract work, but actually, why do people do abstract work when, when you're not, you do it because it, <laughs> it looks good in the living room, <laughs> most often when you look behind that, I don't know. So what's, What's, I think what, what we should do is be our most authentic selves. And when you, when you paint little bunnies, do that. <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah. yeah, do that. And um, do it with the joy and put all you have in there. <laughs> I, love, I mean, it's just like what George O'Keefe says, you know, no, it, nobody takes the time to actually look at a flower. And she painted work, artwork and you looked at flowers, you know, or, and I think too of a friend, you know, I have another artist friend and she makes the most whimsical, sweet, um, really delicate illustrations for, um, of nature. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just such a wonderful, calming reminder in this you know, digital place, mm-hmm. you're scrolling on Instagram and all of a sudden you see this little bunny nibbling grass or something. You're just like, no. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and that's what art brings. It can oh, give you some a, a smile, <laughs> some mm-hmm. joy, or it reminds you of some nice summer you had when you were five. Or, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think, so. and then, you know, and then there are artists, and then there's also artists out there sp- you know, holding space for really dark, ugly pain, too. And I've seen, you know, I've seen that too, which I, you know, it's, it's, I'm not attracted to that style. I don't resonate with it, but I really love that they're open enough to share it. And, yeah. and, and they have their followings as well. There's a, I'm going to, I'm going to put him down as an example. My Norwegian, don't know his name. This is why you have to look in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> but um, I'm- 
I think we should. I like that because we should art, see art as this, as unique expressions. And I, I find it, it, it's so sad that we as artists have to somehow find ways to fit into this weird capitalist world. Because all, we, what we do is we remind people of, and we bring joy and all this that's so important. And then we, are, we have to sit at home and find, out, find strategies. And yeah. artists, we must, I don't know, but the most art, real artists I know are very sensitive. And it is, I'm not, I'm not an extrovert. It's not easy for me to, to put myself out there and to go there and say, hey, I'm the creator. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I don't know. All I have is my art to show and no one takes the time to look at it. And I think... There are so many of us out there, and yeah, and then we have this crazy word that demands we have these strategies ready to. <laughs> but that's not my job. I, I all I ever wanted was to create art and to pr- bring joy, or to bring healing, or to express all that because that's what I'm here to do. <laughs> and that's so cool. I'm beginning to think, I'm hoping, this is one of my thoughts I've thought about before, because one of the things I find so, I've one of the reasons I think there's so many artists aren't successful is exactly for what you say. It's like, mm-hmm. it takes two completely different mindsets, different yeah. brains to deal with creativity yeah. versus marketing that creativity, marketing and selling. And one of the things I've really thought about a lot and kind of dream about, and I've heard so many artists about this too, of having like a business partner. Mm-hmm. and having oh, yeah. you know like i think we need to start artist bands i mean honestly as an artist you have to be vulnerable you have to be vulnerable to everything that's around you to that's at, at least that's how i do it but when you go into a business situation and you are as vulnerable as, as when you're creating oh my god it doesn't work it will it will crush you mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's so difficult and i think that's why creating art is not the same like creating a yoga mat. You know, it's different. You, 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 you're, yeah. you're not, yeah. That's why you cannot look at it and think, oh yeah, that's what do this, and then people will love it. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. No, I'm now I'm really liking this band idea. Like, yes, we could. Do if it you have the lead singer, say that. Say that you get to be. Are you the like? Is the lead singer the one making the music, right? The, or, you know, makes the thing. And then then you got the other people around you to do to add their part of it. So, like, from, from my example, like, I need graphic design. Like, I do not do graphic design. And I feel like that would be, like, I don't know, the bass player. And then I feel like the marketer person is the drummer because they're the one who stays on beat and stays stays in the right direction. <laughs> Then... we should have more community as artists and i think that's so sad because being an artist in this very capitalist world where everybody says yeah you have to grab the biggest piece or whatever then instead of working together and seeing where we are we don't have much influence as artists no one cares about us honestly they just care about us when they can make money with us but we should actually work together instead of being yeah yeah and i think it's so sad because honestly we don't have a chance and just when you put down your fellow artists you don't get any closer to that cake (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and this is and and you know this is part of the challenges and one of the unfortunate things with with this is like it's really hard to figure out how to share i mean look at there's some 
I mean, you know, look at there's so many ba- stories about bands and falling apart when they as they're deciding who 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 gets paid what and who made the money and who yeah. earned the money and you know yeah. and and if you think about it that's exactly what we end up looking at too for artists if somebody yeah. wants to buy all the rights and they you know they've made the product and they've and now yeah. they get to make the money from the product and you just got paid once from the art or you know and yeah, maybe we can maybe we can rethink it of a of a shared sharing the income more yeah, I, think I don't know. Really, we talked a lot about this on our podcast, how to learn to be have a community again. And it's not yeah. something you go somewhere and you benefit from it. It is actually being together and relying on each other. And it's a mutual experience. And we don't have that. I think we live in a society where we don't learn that. Yeah. You grow up and you cannot even blame anyone because that's it's everywhere. You don't learn mm-hmm. it. It's no wise person you can go to and say, yeah, it works like this. <laughs> I wish it were, but it's not. And then, yeah, we're so isolated from each other. We're just separate. And that's how, how I think that's how capitalism works. Because yeah. it wants us to buy and not to create together. Not that capitalism wants anything, you know, but it's just a system and it just. Yeah. There's evolved. a woman, maybe we can learn from her. She's on TikTok. Um, and she has, she runs a business. She's a CEO. And she ha- and I don't know what the business is. She won't. She doesn't talk about it. And but um, the her business plan, her business model is everybody has the same wage. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, and then how? And then everything is any any money the business makes. The the people come together and kind of decide how to distribute it, kind of thing. So like. They'll invest some back into the business to grow it bigger and do these things. And then sometimes they get more benefits. Sometimes they've gotten a raise. Oh, and she was saying how she they've had like they've had fluxes where um they've had good times where where mm-hmm. I think she said one time one one time they made enough money in a year where everybody got a new car. Okay, as that that was the bonus that year kind of thing. And then another time, um, they started having. Uh, the business covered their uh, a gym membership for everybody, okay. but then they had hard times, and then they had to come together and cut costs, and so they got rid of the gym membership in agreement, you know, kind of thing. And I have really, really liked her stories and what she talks about. Yeah, I think um, it's really about what well, I think what community actually is is also talking about stuff, yeah, not about people, but together with yeah. each other <laughs> and to decide to make decisions and to be aware of the consequences i think that is what we we don't learn that anymore it's just you don't see that and it's it's such a i don't know it's um maybe that's what i think maybe as an artist i mean yeah do you think it could work do you think that could work for an artist like if you maybe like and this is the part i'm like curious about is like because if i could be if i could make art and that was like, I don't know if I'd want to consider it hourly. But like, say, say each piece takes, I feel like the actual work of one piece takes twice as long to plan mm-hmm. <laughs> and come up with and materialize. So let's say a four hour piece would be like eight hours okay. of work. Say that. Makes sense. Um, and then. Even. 
Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing if that was my like weekly pay, my daily oh, pay? Maybe we have to. I don't know. I think I don't know if I want to. It is so yeah. It's easy to suffer because of the circumstances. Yeah, no one <laughs> and no one listens to us. No one cares. So maybe I I, I feel like I have to find a way <laughs> to to. I don't know to work with the system somehow <laughs> to make myself heard, <laughs> but I don't know how that works. I, I don't know if I, I think this word isn't designed for for, for for people like me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we have to be creative, and maybe this is a time to be creative and find new ways. And and maybe there is a way to make yourself heard without screaming the loudest. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I really do believe that that the that artists are going to be the, I know, I think they'll be the ones to figure out a different way because there's so many more opportunities with online. There's so many more ideas being shared. And we have to think about, we have to talk to each other. Maybe when I just imagine all these artists sitting at home, figuring out their strategies, how to post on Instagram, and we don't talk to each other. Maybe that's where all the ideas come from. had this experience i was I'm, I'm quite isolated where i live it's a small town and really no one cares what i'm doing <laughs> mm. then I, I i went to 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 other i met other people somewhere else and i realized oh my god when you actually talk to each other then some something else can mm-hmm. you know you have some ideas and you can put something into action and i think in order to do that we have to talk to each other yeah one person yeah. posts and you you comment it's not i don't know we have I, I feel the need for something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like experimenting is a mm-hmm. way too. Yeah, mm-hmm. to, to get together and to talk. And I like the, I mean, it's nice that we all support each other in our, um, yeah, in our, on Instagram, for example, you, 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 it's kind of a support where we, we don't talk and we don't plan together. That's what mm-hmm. I'm, maybe that's what I'm missing. I don't maybe. know. I mean, do you, so in Germany, do they have the kind of, um, there's some galleries in the U.S. called co-ops. Mm-hmm. And so it's like they're run and owned by our, all the artists. And to be in the gallery, you pay a small rent fee. And then you, some of times you have to like agree to work a certain amount of hours to actually run the place. And then you, and then the commission is much smaller. But like everybody's expenses is going towards like basically paying for the rent of the building, and then the artists are taking all of the money. It it, it I'm pretty sure it exists. I I can only speak for myself, but I had some very bad experiences with other artists. I think I don't know. Yeah. Because I was I I couldn't I didn't have proper boundaries or whatever. But this can really go wrong. But which doesn't mean that there's not not something like this out there. Maybe it's yeah. <laughs> but um. I think it's with everybody. You have to really take, yeah, take a closer look at this as a person you want to work with, maybe. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure something like this exists, and the trick is to find the right people who are also interested in this mutual relationship. I think that's the trick, but I'm pretty sure it exists. Just yeah. I haven't found it yet, but. Oh, you've got me thinking. I have a group. I have a a group. I'm gonna. I might go ask this question too mm-hmm. i think we really have to look for the right people that 
And it's not just, oh, they're artists and I'm an artist. We, I think we spoke about this too. It's about the values. Are they interested in community? Are they interested in that everybody benefits or are they just single-minded on their own success? Mm-hmm. I think that's what you have to find out. And then it could work. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we, we need more courage to, <laughs> that's what I think. I had so many bad experiences in the past, but why should this stop me from trying something else? I mean, it's all, it's all learning lessons. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I yeah. feel like, I feel like, I think, I feel like the negative experiences are helping in figuring out the boundaries mm-hmm. and then they also help to like pivot too because yeah. like i've like if all the art stuff i've done and tried which i don't do anymore it's because i didn't like the system <laughs> you know i didn't like how it worked so when hmm, I, interesting when i look back at the stuff i did i think i never did that i never looked at the people or the ideas behind that do i really like that mm. I never looked at it and I just went there, oh, they're artists and I hope they like me. <laughs> That's not how it works. I can imagine when now, when I would look at it, I think, oh, no, oh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I think sometimes maybe it's not the right time. And when you grow up as a people pleaser or you don't have boundaries, then it's even harder to be an artist and to find ways to connect, I think. Yeah. 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 Hmm. <laughs> so many things to think about. So what I'm hearing for myself is this is this is my thing. I've written this down so many times. I was like, I have a friend who is just brilliant at seeing my work and reinterpreting it and bring it in a new different way and like mm-hmm. into functional things. And I'm like, I want her for my like graphic design and product, you know, creations. And then I have another friend who is just the most charismatic salesperson, makes everybody, you know, can sell mm-hmm. anything. I'm like, I-, I want the three of us is, well, <laughs> if I can convince them to put some of their time towards the art I have, because I have a whole catalog. I have, a, you know, mm-hmm. I have tons of art that I've never marketed or sold or, or changed or put into products. And one day... That- to be visible, to, to, to be heard, and not to, to think, oh, what do people like and paint that? It's actually take what we have and find mm-hmm. ways to make it seen and make it have an impact. I don't know how this, but that's maybe that's why we have to be creative. And yeah, I don't yep. know. <laughs> but that's a, maybe that's a trick. So, yeah. and, but it is difficult to be an artist and it always feels like I'm selling out, but maybe not, maybe not. I mean, it can be, just imagine someone having this painting on the wall and, and, and having such a, and smiling every time they see it. So <laughs> I think that's not selling out. Yeah. I, f- I mean, to me, it feels like selling out is just going against what you want to do. Exactly. But when you find a way, when you create from your heart, and then you find people who really enjoy and want to support, enjoy it and want to support it and want to have it in their home i mean that's perfect yeah exactly yeah and maybe that's my idea i have i think i lost my uh, yeah i don't know i lost my voice in a way it feels like i was just dabbling and that's what i'm trying to do to be to to actually do what i really want to do not to be influenced by oh what can i post on instagram what can i no, just be in the studio and say what I want to say. And I think that's, I mean, that's, a, we have to go back to the basics because that's why we started yep. this whole thing in the first place. 
And I find what I find that I want to share is like the conversations I have with friends and people struggling. And those are the conversations that I find I want to share for more people to find and discover. And that has actually been a really great help for me for creating content. And it's a good reminder for me now, too, because it's like I have had. Yeah, I've I've actually I actually created a post from a comment I made to help to support another artist. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, that was such. I really liked what I said there, and I'm turning and I put oh, yeah. it in. I think it's great, and I think we have to share our voice because we have to be heard. Because when we want to do something against how the world is now, we have to put some alternative thoughts out there, some artistic thoughts. And maybe it's not. Oh, I read. I like that. It's not artificial intelligence. Maybe it's artistic intelligence. I like. That. Wow, there you <laughs> go. This is um, artist group or collective or whatever they use that AI and they call it artistic intelligence so maybe that's the future <laughs> they call it the free test so if anyone gets I like it I like it <laughs> okay so do we have any last tips for people a summary I was gonna say I think the question I have for today is what space are you creating and inviting people to mm -hmm. so I think that might be better than what is the pain point you're solving? Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, pain point, it sounds like marketing, but I think it's the same. Exactly. What kind of, I like that. What kind of space are you off? Yeah. And I had yeah. another question too was, um, who's in your band? Like... <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, I, I like that. And I also want from, I want to find out what kind of, brave ways to go out there or how can i sneak in somehow i don't know how to how can i be brave with my art today i like yeah, that well, word creative ways to put it out there maybe <laughs> i don't know i like it maybe we just never try maybe they come and bombard us with oh you have to do it like this and that and that and we simply never show up as we are maybe that would be enough <laughs> i saw i saw i was i was in a low place this last i don't know weeks very long it feels like it was dragging on forever and the most encouraging messages i found and heard that really helped me kind of get through it was you know doesn't matter what you do or don't do, you're still just as worthy of, of love or acceptance or, you know, and that was so helpful because I, you know, as a doer and not getting, I like, when was the last time I painted, you know, like a while ago and we, you know, we need to remember that, no, yeah. there's more to do, <laughs> there's and more I, to it. And I think that's also capitalism, it's doing, 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 and you're not, um, but being that's enough actually and i think it takes a lot of courage to simply be to be there and to see who you are to meet yourself, to find out what you feel <laughs> and no one does that it's i think that takes courage but doing is actually it's easy you have some uncomfortable thought and that feeling comes up and you simply run out and go shopping yeah that's so easy everybody can do that <laughs> that's what we're taught to do to do and to yeah not listen to ourselves and not be there for ourselves or for others yep yep well i think this is a perfect time to mm -hmm. end it and my 
private studio has now been occupied. Oh, so <laughs> with us. <laughs> so, so I have background noise, so we could just call it good for today. <laughs> and I think, but I think it's a good sign because we both were in a very low spot these past few episodes. But it, I think it's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is what I'm super happy and proud of. And, and oh. something that happened to me yesterday, I was like, when I was out of my funk, yeah. I was just yeah. walking in the woods and I was just saying to myself, how I was like, look at me, I keep going, I keep going, yeah. like, I get through it, I come through on the other side. And I, I was just so excited. I was like, I've done this over and over and over. Uh, and, and, and like, this is the part I'm really, I mean, I did not, I have not felt like, saying anything to okay, anybody well, I have a, some decent you know also on a I podcast for weeks and like this is the first time I'm talking out to people and um I don't know it's just such it's so nice to remember that yeah. I I <laughs> yeah. do want to connect and share with people and I exactly. but it's also fine when sometimes you don't that's so I think it's also part of life to be I don't know depressed or have low energy i think it's perfectly okay <laughs> i'm slowly figuring that out slowly accepting it i know it's been part of my life but i've always i always always fight it and judge it and next time i'm hoping I to one, get one, one thought i have one book it's from i think it's a depression book from cherry yuba and she said when you're depressed you can try this. Just throw a depression party, dress on in black, bake a black cake, and do put on some very depressive music and enjoy it and delight in it. <laughs> and I like that thought because then you give it give it space, you know, you give it space and you celebrate it and you invite it over that it's part of your life. And yeah, like a, like a, someone coming to a party, but then you are happy when they're gone afterwards, you know. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I do that a little bit when I'm in my mood. Like I wear gray, all gray. Okay. Like I love gray, but like I just I'm head to toe in gray. And then this is my oh, like. For sure. I'm a lot. I'm a rock. Don't talk to me. <laughs> and that's why I, I go mean, out in public. I mean, I I don't know when you have a really severe depression. I think I'm, we're not talking about this now. Then I think you should seek help. So we really talk about this artistic thing. <laughs> It is the, it's the, it's the, it's the calling of the sensitive person as well. I That's feel like I we have know. to feel, if we have to feel what makes me so madly in love and want to express myself is the same, comes from the same emotion of all the terrible, unhappy, uneasy, uncomfortable things that makes me want to hide away. And it's, I, I've come to accept that I need to do, yeah. that it's both. Exactly. And I don't like. One is way more fun to entertain than the other. <laughs> yeah, but maybe it's it's part of life, and maybe that's also what we can do as artists to tell people it's okay. Okay, that's that's human. <laughs> okay, sounds good to me. I'm for yeah. it. So humans, <laughs> I just have thanks exactly. for listening. Thank you for listening. Be human. <laughs> just go be. Yep, and we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. And uh, thank you again for listening. Bye.